are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Wednesday, February 17th, 2021. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. It's free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that's through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please go follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page. That's at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for tuning into today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. With the episode dropping a little later in the afternoon today, that must mean it's a game day for our Chicago Blackhawks, and yes... Tonight, they will take on the Detroit Red Wings for the second game of their two-game series up at Little Caesars Arena. Little CC, as I like to call it. Shout out to Drake real quick. Um, But as I talked about in yesterday's episode, the Blackhawks were able to squeak out a victory in the first game of this series, 3-2 in overtime. Dominic Kubalik led the way, tallying two goals, including the game winner, And Malcolm Subban had another strong performance in net, his third consecutive solid start. It wasn't the prettiest effort by Subban or the Blackhawks, but hey, two points is two points. Just like golf, there there aren't pictures in the standings for a reason. So however we got it, we'll take it. But tonight, the Hawks definitely, definitely have to clean up their play if they want to come out with another two points. I mean, they were pretty fortunate to come out with a victory in OT after blowing a a 2-0 lead on Monday, and they also just looked pretty disinterested in the third period of that game. Um, So for tonight, Blackhawks, they need to clean up their act a little bit, especially in their own zone. As for the lineup tonight, we do know that Malcolm Subban will not be back in there. Kevin Lankinen will get his turn in net. Not much of a surprise there as Lanky, even though it's been a little bit of a rougher stretch in his last couple of spar- uh, last couple of starts compared to you know his first seven or eight, he still has some really impressive numbers. Lankinen is currently 6-2-3 with a 2.49 goals against average and 9.25 save percentage through his first 11 NHL starts. And against Detroit this year, Lankinen is 2-0. He's only allowed three goals in the two games he started, so it makes a lot of sense to get him back in net tonight for a couple of different reasons. Mainly, that he's just been our best goaltender of the bunch so far this year. No knock on Subban, I mean, people hate on that guy for no reason. Three games in a row now, he's actually been pretty strong. I know... I understand a lot of his saves, they're not pretty, and his rebound control isn't the best, but for a backup goaltender, he's doing just fine right now. That's actually a luxury for this young Blackhawks team to have is another guy besides Lankinen who can go in there and get the job done when you need to give Lanky a night off. So no matter what the style is, kudos to uh, Subban for coming in there and playing strong in his last couple of starts, and also kudos to Kevin Lankinen for his efforts so far here early on in the 2021 regular season. And I'm excited to see Lanky get back in there tonight to hopefully pick up another key two points in the standings for the Blackhawks. As for the remainder of the lineup, the forwards, 
head coach coach Jeremy Colleton, he's been kind of mum on that topic after the Blackhawks morning skates recently. He, He didn't give us much to work with at all this morning, but I don't expect there to be many lineup changes here. I think up top, Debrinket, Suter, and Kane will remain together. Even though they, they didn't do much on Monday, Debrinket actually had his first game without a shot on goal this season. I like that top line together, and I think they're due for a bounce-back game here. There's not many times where Kaner and Debrinket go two games in a row without getting on the stat sheet. So I think that trio stays together tonight, but I'm interested to see what's going to happen with the second and third lines because... On Monday, Colleton, he mixed and matched there a little bit. We saw Yanmark get bumped down to the third line with Carl Soderberg and Philip Kurashev. Then Brandon Hagel, he got bumped up and saw some shifts on the second line with Dylan Strom and Dominic Kubalik. So I'm interested to see if Colleton continues to roll with those two groupings. I expect that he does after both of them were able to cash in for goals last game. And then that leaves the fourth line of... David Kampf, Lucas Walmark, and Reese Johnson. It seems like every time Reese Johnson is in the lineup, he's leading the Blackhawks in hits. I mean, the guy hits everything. I think he had five hits in around seven minutes of play on Monday. Uh, I really like that aspect of his game. But I also wonder, you know, I know Colleton likes Highmore, so he could draw back in for a game here. Or even Ryan Carpenter, he could be ready to rejoin the lineup. Carpy was removed from COVID-19 protocol on Saturday, and that came a day after Lucas Walmark was removed from COVID protocol. And of course, we saw Walmark suit up on Monday. So that makes me wonder if Carpenter's getting close to a return. So if there is a change to this Blackhawks forward group, I think it would only come on the fourth line with possibly Matthew Highmore or Ryan Carpenter drawing in for Reese Johnson. On defense, I think the top pairing will remain the same with Duncan Keith and Ian Mitchell. Those two have been pretty solid together. Mitchell on Monday, wow, was he really good. I thought that was one of his better NHL games so far. Then I think Dahan and Carlson will continue to roll together. But if we do see a change on the back end for the Blackhawks, I think it's going to be Wyatt Kalanuk making his NHL debut. It's not all that likely, but you can't forget he was activated off the taxi squad in the middle of Monday's game. So clearly the Blackhawks want to get him into the lineup at some point, And it could even be as soon as tonight. And I think if anyone draws out of the lineup for Wyatt Kalanuk, it's going to be Lucas Carlson. Then that leaves the third pairing of Nikita Zadorov and Nicholas Bodan. Those two, they haven't been great together in their own zone the last couple of games, but I like what I've seen from them offensively. Both guys have points in three consecutive games now. I, I just think they need to tighten up their act in their own zone a little bit. But I do fully expect Colleton to continue rolling with those two as his third defensive pairing once again tonight against the Detroit Red Wings. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that takes care of my preview of the Blackhawks lineup for tonight's matchup. Coming up in just a moment, I am going to talk about all the lines and odds for the game, courtesy of the Lockdown Podcast Network's exclusive partner, betonline.ag. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome classic flavors like double chocolate, peanut butter, salted caramel, and they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, all of which, like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. 
Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they're also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use our promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps to get 20% off your next order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option. And don't forget to use our promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps for 20% off your next Built Bar order. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Lockdown Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Lockdown Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes by subscribing to Lockdown Today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I just finished up sharing a preview of the Blackhawks' forward lines and defensive pairings for tonight. Moving on now, I wanted to be sure to mention what the current lines and odds are for the game tonight between the Hawks and Wings. So at the moment, Bet Online has the Blackhawks listed as the favorite. They are currently minus 139 money line, which isn't too bad, honestly. Lankinen's back in that tonight, and the Hawks, they were able to come away with a victory on Monday after a putrid effort. I mean, it was probably their worst victory of the season. So if they could come out with a win then, I think there's a good chance they Carlton gets them to clean up their play and kind of play a more secure game. And that le- that gives the team a good chance to coming out with a more secure victory tonight against the Red Wings, who, by the way, they're 4-10-3 on the season. I mean, out of 17 games... The Wings have only won four times, so the odds definitely are in the Hawks' favor here. If you throw 20 on the Blackhawks and they come away with a victory by any margin, that's a nice $15 payout. Not bad for a team going up against one of the worst in the entire NHL. On the flip side, Detroit is plus 120 money line, so if you feel like fading the Hawks, that would be a nice payout uh, if the home team does manage to come away with a victory tonight and split the series. As for the puck lines... The Blackhawks are minus one and a half at plus 188, and the Wings are plus one and a half at minus 230. And honestly, this is kind of a tough one. If I had to pick one, though, I think I would go with the Blackhawks minus one and a half, especially with those odds. The tough part of taking the Hawks, though, at minus one and a half is they've been playing a ton of overtime games recently, and obviously when that happens, things are decided by one goal, so... Definitely a little risky, but I like the Hawks here. If they cover that spread, $20 would win you $37.60. That's a really solid payout if the Blackhawks are able to win by two goals or more. Then, last but not least, the over-under. It's currently listed at 5.5, and ugh, that's just a tough line for me. You know, with Lankinen in there tonight, Detroit plays a defensive style of play. My gut tells me to take the under once again, but five and a half is a toughie. I personally would leave this one, but if I had to choose, I would go with the under just because, as I said, Lankinen's back in in that, and also, I think Detroit plays better defense and gets better goaltending than 
people realize. I talked about that on Monday's crossover with Nolan Bianchi and Ethan Smith of Lockdown Red Wings. Thomas Grice has been playing really well for them. And defensively, I mean, they've been in a lot of close games here, losing games 3-1, to 2-1. to So if I had to choose, I would go with the under for tonight's contest. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that takes care of the odds for tonight's game between the Blackhawks and Red Wings. If anything interests you, then be sure to head on over to the Locked On Podcast Network's exclusive sportsbook partner, betonline.ag, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, that's one word in all caps, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Guys, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but we got NBA, college basketball, and the NHL. They're all in full swing. And Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, believe it or not. Real time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds for anything you want to bet on. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today, and be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Every Wednesday on Lockdown NHL, take a deep dive into the Western Conference with Sarah Avampato of Lockdown Kings and Tom Gazzola of Lockdown Oilers. Whether it's a look at the top-end contenders like Vegas or Colorado or breaking down the rebuilds of the Kings and Blackhawks, Lockdown NHL has you covered on Western Conference Wednesdays. So be sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I just finished up sharing all the lines and odds for tonight's game, courtesy of betonline.ag. Before I wrap things up today, I wanted to be sure to mention that the Rockford Icehogs have officially released Stanley Cup champion goaltender Scott Darling from his PTO today. And while I know a lot of people are disappointed by this move, they had a lot of connections to Darling. He's a Chicago kid. He's been so great for the Blackhawks in the past. Of course, he was part of that tremendous 2015 Stanley Cup run where he came in for Crawford in the first round, actually in the first game of the first round, and he went on to make like 40 saves, carrying the Blackhawks to a comeback 4-3 to victory against the Predators in OT. So I understand why a lot of people are saddened to hear that Darling has been released from his professional tryout, but you have to realize that he has not been a very good goaltender at all since he left the Blackhawks in 2017. I mean, he wasn't good with the Hurricanes when he was given a shot to be their guy. They signed him to a four-year, $16 million deal, hoping that he was going to be their goaltender of the future. Unfortunately, that didn't go as planned. Then he went down to the Charlotte Checkers of the AHL and he played really poorly there. I mean, in in 14 games, he had a 340 goals against average and an 882 save percentage in the AHL. So 
not very good. Then he went overseas. He played in Austria. <laughs> Some bad numbers there. Once again, a sub-900 save percentage. 3.34 goals against average in 33 games. And not, not exactly uh, a premier league, kind of a, a subpar Austrian hockey league there. And he still wasn't good. I mean, Darling doesn't have a save percentage above 900 since he left Chicago in 2017. So not much of a surprise here. Rockford would much rather give starts to young guys like Matt Tompkins and Tom Auburn right now. And a question I actually got from a couple of Hawks fans that I wanted to address on the podcast was people are asking, because Darling's been released from his PTO, does this mean Colin Delio will be sent down to Rockford? And the answer is no, or at least it's extremely unlikely, I should say, because NHL rosters throughout the course of the 2021 season, they are mandated to carry at least three goaltenders at all times. So Delia, as a result of that, likely will remain up with the Blackhawks, even though I know he's not getting a lot of playing time right now. I just don't think he has much more to prove at the AHL level. While it, it may be beneficial to give him some starts down there, I think it just... He might as well be up practicing with the big boys at the NHL level. So I'm sure, you know, it hasn't been the start to the season that Delia was hoping for, but I still think at some point he's going to get another look in net for the Blackhawks because, yes, Lankinen's been good, but you don't want to jump. You don't want to jump the gun. You want to give all your options uh, as many. You want to give your options. You want to keep your options open is what I should say. So the Blackhawks, they should not limit themselves to just Lankinen and Subban right now. And I fully expect, as I said, Calendelia to pick up another start sometime here in the next week or two. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Wednesday, February 17th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day and after the show ask your smart device to play the lockdown nhl podcast the nhl regular season is underway and the absolute best way to keep track of it all is by subscribing to lockdown nhl local experts each week bring you the biggest stories game recaps and fantasy advice all in one podcast so be sure to subscribe to lockdown nhl wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or you can check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, go Hawks. Let's go and sweep this two-game series against the rival Red Wings. And thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.